This is Ron Moss Ministries. Uh, I was watching TV the other night, and uh, it showed, uh, you know, an old uh, picture of the New York Stock Exchange. You know, when the people are standing up there, and he's ringing the bell, and the people on the floor are making deals, and 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 I sit there, and and it came to me, here I am, I'm 57 years old. And I don't really have a clue what they're doing as far as the bell ringing, as far as the people on the floor. I don't have a clue what's going on. And it just kind of made me think about money and what we do with it, how we spend it, how we save it. And I guess at the end of the day, if we have any, if, if we have any of it left. Um, so often when I'm riding uh, on the streets and I see these people uh, that I pray for that have cardboard signs in their hand. And they've come up with these messages in the hopes that people will give, you know, it for money. And, and it's funny because I... I was coming down the road today, and, and, and guess what came on the radio? Uh, the OJ song, uh, For the Love of Money. Uh, some people got to have it. Some people really need it. Do things, do things, do things. Bad things. For the love of money. And can you, and if you think about this for a minute, I want you kind of to, you know, kind of digest this. Digest what age you were. You know, I, I try to go back in my mind and think about what age I was when money became important to me. You know, when my uncle would give me some quarters and some dimes and some nickels. And, and I started to understand that the quarter meant more than the dime. And the dime meant more than the nickel. And the nickel meant more than the penny. And I can remember at a young age that I wanted quarters. I, I, I didn't want anything less than a quarter. You know, because the quarters could get me more stuff. It could get me more candy. Uh, it can get me more uh, 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 the little candies that back then when I was growing up, they cost a penny or cost five cents. And the more money I had, the more candy I could get. I, I tried to think about that, what age it was when money became vital. At a young age, when daddy would give me a dollar or, or two. And me and my brother, my twin brother, couldn't wait to, to go to the store and, and, and pick out potato chips or, or what we love to eat and, and, immediate, and immediately spend the money. You know, immediately got it as soon as we got it. Our hands got hot, and we had to get to a store so we could spend it. I mean, I, I, I vividly see that. And, and, you know, it's funny because it takes on a pattern. You know, uh, as you got older and you had aunts and uncles, and then you had birthdays and Christmas, and, yeah, it was okay to get some presents. But it was even better when you could get some money. You know, when you got some money. And usually you had a kind of a game plan with what you were going to do with the money. 
you know, you're going to buy some candy, you're going to buy some, some, some food, you're going to buy some hot dogs, you're going to go to Mickey D's. Now, as you probably got a little older, you probably was going to buy some clothes or you're going to buy some shoes. You know, you're going to buy all this stuff based on the money that you got from whoever was giving it to you. And what's so funny about that, as I look back on as young as I was, when uncle, aunts, uncles, granddaddies, grandmamas, mamas and daddies started giving me money, the one thing that was missing out of all of that, and this is what I want you to hear, is that nobody told me or nobody showed me how to save money. Uh-oh. I want you to get that in your spirit for a minute because it's very significant, particularly in this time that we live in right now. I had aunts and uncles who I would love to see because they would give me the most money. You know, I knew when they came, oh, Lord, this is going to be a good day because, oh, I'm getting me a, I might get a $5 bill today. I, I might get a 20 It just depends what's going on. And don't forget about the cousin that lived out of town that wanted to come and impress us and, and, and really give us whatever we asked for. But nobody never talked about putting it in the bank. Nobody, I can't even remember uh, anybody talking about saving. Uh, none of that really came up. It, it was more of how much can I get? You know, when am I going to get it? And my plan for what I was going to do with it that had nothing to do with saving it, had nothing to do with putting it in a savings account, had nothing to do with looking down the road or looking in the future. And unfortunately, for so many of us, if we're honest, particularly African-Americans, if we're being honest, a lot of us are broke, busted, and disgusted because we kind of live paycheck to paycheck. And I'm not just you know, saying that just our race only. But, but since I'm a, I am African-American, I'm just talking about my folk right now and talking about myself and talking about what I've experienced over the last 57 years is that there were times when I had money that I should have invested, that I should have sat down with a financial planner. I should have sat down with a professional who could have showed me how to take that money that I was making and make it work for me and not make me have to continue to work for it. But because so many of us, like myself, didn't do that, when this pandemic hit, it really kind of, at least for me, it kind of opened my eyes and showed me how vital, how important, and how necessary it is to know how to save, to know how to keep hold on to what you can hold on to, and how to build. Now, you got to understand something because on the back end, you got a lot of folk now that are coming with the different money programs that you can make money, that you can, you know, make, you know, put in five and make 500, put in six and make 600, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, some of these programs are legit. And some of them are not. 
And, and you need to take the time before you put one dime into anything and make sure you studied it and, and even get some testimonies, if you can, from some folk that verify that it is legit. Because unfortunately, we live in a world, and, and, and now the, the quote of the day is, we can't guarantee you that you're going to make some money. So you're doing this at your own risk. Whenever you hear that or see that, slow it down a notch. Do some research. Sit back and wait. Watch and wait. Nobody can force you to do anything. It's your money and how you spend it. You know, you got the SUSE, you got all types of programs out there now. I'm just telling you to take some time and study it. Let me say this again. There are programs out there that are legit, like SUSE. There's legitimate SUSE programs out there that are, that are doing what they're supposed to do. And then there are programs out there that's, that's got the name but not doing what they're supposed to be doing. You get people that start a program and they take so much money, they fold up their tent and they disappear. You gotta be cautious. But let's talk about uh, financial institutions that's been here since, since we were kids, since we were born, that, that all you have to do is go in there. You can go into a Wells Fargo, you can go into any of these banks and sit down. You, you have other uh, financial institutions that are that what they do for a living is show you how to make money you know these are these are subjects people that we don't talk about at home can you can you think about this can you think about the time that you was at the dinner table or you was watching football or whatever you were doing and you got into a financial discussion about stocks you got into a financial discussion about bonds you got into a financial discussion about mutuals you got into a financial discussing about investing you know and about buying homes to rent to come together as a group and and put together something that that can benefit not just you but benefit the generations to come you know now we're dipping into legacy we're dipping into what do we leave the ones our children or other family members what are we doing to leave them you can't leave them nothing if you ain't got nothing hard to leave somebody something if you ain't got nothing and so when we talk about money and we talk about living from paycheck to paycheck. That means that you're really not gonna have anything and you're gonna be 60 years old. I'm gonna, let me use me, I'm gonna be 60 years old, 70 years old, 80 years old and die broke, busted and disgusted. And it doesn't have to be that way. And, and something I've learned that you have opportunities until you take your last breath. Don't let anybody tell you you're too old to do whatever. You're never too old. As long as you have the Spirit of God in you, you have the ability to do whatever you need to do to get done whatever you need to get done. Because it's not really about you. It's about the ones behind you that you want to give them a leg up if you can based on your hard work. That's really what we're supposed to do. What I'm doing, I'm doing for the folks behind me that have watched me, who have believed in me, even though I didn't do the things that I needed to do. And one of them was 
I needed to understand money. You know, we say this sometimes that uh, other nationalities run circles around us. That doesn't mean that there's people out there, African-Americans, who are successful. But that there's not enough. And I believe that one of the first things that we have to do, we have to understand. I, I remember not so long ago, uh, I tried to get a group of parents uh, who had elementary age kids. And I said, why don't you, I went and talked to a bank. This is what I did. I went and spoke with a bank. I said, if I can get a group of parents, say 50 parents, that's got 50 plus kids, and they start a savings account, what could you all do? for those parents. And they said we could we would be willing to help start the account. I think at that time we're talking 10, 15 years ago that they would help start the account at $25. Do you know out of maybe 50 to 60 parent discussions that I had, I maybe had 3 that that bit and the other ones just didn't see the concern and we're talking 10, 15 years ago. So let's just say hypothetically, for those 10 and 15 years, there was no money vested or invested in that child or children. No money put away for that child or children. There's nothing. So now we're, we got our fingers crossed that they're smart enough that they can get a scholarship, that they're smart enough that they can get financial aid, that they're smart enough. And, and, and don't, you know, the way things are now, most of our kids who are in college, uh, when they get out, they're going to have to spend the next 5 or 10, 15 years paying off a student loan. So they're going into college in debt. When guess, when guess what? You could have had a college uh, uh, savings going on while they were young. So when they went to college, it, their, their college would have been paid, their tuition would have been paid for. All I'm saying is that we have to do better as it relates to money. You have an opportunity right now, particularly if you have young kids in your home. I'm going to start the conversation with my daughter. She's a freshman in college. We're going to have more money discussions. We're going to have more discussions about how can we put money somewhere I'm going to make the sacrifice. I'm going to make the investment for her future. You need to do it for your kid's future. If you got a nephew and nieces, you need to do it for their future. It's not too late. We need to teach our young people how important it is to save money, how important it is to invest, how important it is to learn about the process of making money the process of saving money, the process of investing money. We need to introduce them to financial institutions that can teach them how to make money. Everybody ain't going to get to be a football player. Everybody's not going to get to be a basketball player. Everybody's not going to get to be a ba- everybody's not going to get to be a, a famous rapper, a famous singer. See, we're hoping, oh, if I can get this one break. That may never happen, but what can happen is that the money that you're making right now, you can make that money work for you. You can make that money mean something for you. All you have to do is just make up your mind today that moving forward, parents, moving forward, teenagers, moving forward, young adults, that I need to start learning the process 
of money. How to earn it, how to earn more, how to invest more. You know, it's sacrifice time now. You know, it's time to, you know, say, oh, if it, if it takes two jobs to do it, if it takes the, me going to the boss man saying, hey, boss, you know, I'll work an extra four hours a day and I'm going to take that four hours and invest it. I'm going to take that four hours and put it into the savings. I'm going to take this four hours and do whatever you need to do to make it work for you. And not just for you, but the folks behind you. Whatever you need to do, you need to start doing it now. I want you to think about this. One of the conversations that we didn't have enough of that we can start having now as long as I got breath in my body, as long as you got breath in your body, we can have those conversations now. Why don't you start tonight? Do some Googling. Google financial institutions. How, so Google how do I save money. You can do a lot on your own, but it doesn't hurt to go and sit down and talk to somebody. Make a decision today to make your life better and make the life better for others. You might not ever win the lotto, I just want to throw that in there. We all wish that this will happen, but most of what we have have come from hard work and come from making smart decisions on how we spend and save our money. God bless you. May heaven smile upon you. Oh, yeah. Peace.